Welcome to the CFC Jacks Midweek Podcast, where we discuss topics related to becoming a fully devoted, spirit-empowered Christ follower. We hope that wherever you are today, you'll be encouraged by the truths discussed in this podcast. Well, good morning. Thanks for joining us for Q&A. This is your opportunity to ask questions from the sermon this morning, and we do have some that have already come in. really powerful message and sobering reminder of the power of sharing and the importance of sharing importance of sharing the yeah. gospels you see that example of the books mm-hmm. up there um, it's a powerful visual and it um, it reminds me personally that mm-hmm. it was uh, at a young age literally when someone was teaching about future things and the reality of what the scripture taught about hell that um, the Lord used in my own heart and mind to draw me to himself. And so it was in response to a message, not of only hell, but of future things mm-hmm. and that held that drew me to Christ. So hopefully that will be true for others as well. Absolutely. Um, so first question here actually about questioning of salvation. Said I had a question about today's sermon. You said some people aren't sure if they're in the book of life. Well, I'm not entirely sure if I am or not. I try my best to live by God's word. I've repented of my sins and asked God for forgiveness, but I'm still not certain. Okay. Yeah, I appreciate that question. And um, and don't hesitate if you would like follow up beyond this Q&A, just send us a message and uh let us know, and that'd be really our great privilege to, to follow up beyond what I'm going to say right now. Um, but what I'd say right now to a person who says, I'm not sure, uh, I've done this, confess my sins. I believe it says, I be- I've believed in Jesus. So did it say, mm-hmm. be- sorry, I know you're looking at, be- I want to make it. I've tried my best to live by God's word. I've repented of my sins and asked God for forgiveness. Okay. Um, there is no m- magic words to say, but this is the core to being born again. Admitting, confessing your sin. Uh, what I didn't hear there is believing in Jesus. What I heard was I've tried to do my best to live according to God's word. That is, that is not how we are saved, by doing our best to be obedient. It doesn't say, he who does their best uh, has life, or he who tries to obey the Bible does, has life. It says, he who has the Son has life. It, it's almost like the title of the book, it's called the Book of Life. It could be called the Book of Jesus because he is our life. And so uh, I'm not trying to be nitpicky here, but to admit that I'm a sinner and try to do better and ask God to forgive me when I don't do better is still, can can still be trusting in my works. Still, Mm. I'm trying to do my best. And life... uh, uh, I'll go there uh, likely. Sometimes I say that, and then 
so many other scriptures. I don't end up there next week, so I, <laughs> I may go there next week. But I read to us uh, and just quoted verse 12 of 1 John 5, he who has the Son has life, he who does not have the Son of God does not have life. Uh, the verse before it says, and this and the testimony is this, that God has given us eternal life, and this life is in his Son. So he who has the Son has life. So uh, if you're not sure, it may be because you're basing your assurance on your doing better, being better, and being sorry when you're not. That is not our how we're saved. We are saved by believing in Jesus, admitting that I could never be good enough, and crying out to him, Jesus, I need you. I want you. You are life, life eternal, life abundant. Jesus is life. So certainty comes in the person of Jesus, not in even my best attempts to do what the Bible says. If, if there is, yes, I have believed in Jesus, my, my works, though, calls me to lose my, my failure, mm. uh, causes me to lose my salvation, then remember this. If you did not gain it by works, you cannot lose it by works. All right. If it's if it's through faith in Jesus, then it is through faith in Jesus. So I do think it's where we find our assurance, or what causes us to lose our assurance of salvation, is a revealer of what we are trusting in for our salvation. Hmm. So that's why it sounds to me. But this is not a dialogue, so that's a, uh, it sounds to me that your lack of assurance is rooted in your failure, but your salvation is not in your success, therefore your lack of salvation is not in your failure. It's in Jesus. Cry out to him. Believe in Jesus. And then be sure I have the Son, and if I have the Son, I have life. It's grace that opens the door to salvation that makes the way, and it's grace that allows me to grow in that new relationship. It's always coming to God by grace through faith and then walking with God by grace through faith. Yes. And All right. a, a progressive, it's not, oh, I'm saved now, I'm perfect, I never sin, I never have problems. Yeah. There's no promise of that. And even if I was, <laughs> then I would, I would be even more tempted to think, oh, my salvation is based on how good I have become, right. not on what Jesus has done for right. me. And not growing a dependence on yes. Him yes. and our salvation now. Believing in Jesus. Mm -hmm. Um, next question here. If we die with unconfessed sin, do we go to hell? Good, good question. Um, there is an analogy that helps me. When I cry out to Jesus to be my Savior, believing in Him to take the punishment 
for my sin. Then the Bible says, there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Uh, I am no longer under the condemnation of God because Christ has taken it on my behalf. So, I still sin. If I do not confess that sin, does that mean I'm back under condemnation? Great question. That's what I once thought uh, and scared me and made me accept Christ once a week for mm. years. <laughs> uh, Jesus, I know it's been, I was bad this week. I know I told a lie. I know I disobeyed my parents. Again. Yes. Yeah. Whatever it was. Uh, and there was plenty of it. And I was like, well, I'm probably kicked out of the family. Once, and I hope you'll hear this very simply, very clearly, once I've been reconciled to God, I become part of his family, and he seals that relationship by giving me his Holy Spirit. When he gives me his Holy Spirit, he will not take his Holy Spirit back away from me. Therefore, could he send the Holy Spirit who indwells me permanently to hell? Never. He couldn't. I am sealed in the family of God. Uh, the way Jesus says it is, once I'm in the Father's hand, no one or no thing can pluck me out of the Father's hand. That doesn't mean that I'll never sin, mm -hmm. and that that sin doesn't impact the fellowship, the walk that I have with the Lord. It means that it doesn't get me kicked out of the family in the language. Uh, does it send me to hell? No. My punishment for sin of hell has been paid for by Jesus. When I believe in him, uh, I have life and that life will not be taken from me. I might not live in the fullness of that life. Mm. The easiest illustration for me is this. Uh, when I, uh, July of 1986, Jackie and I pledged to love one another in sicknesses and health till death do us part. That's what we vowed. We have not done that perfectly. <laughs> Um, we've not gotten married again every time we have not kept the vow. So we confess our sin. We say we are, we're sorry. We apologize. We're not living in the manner that we promised to do. It impacts when I'm unloving or I'm impatient, it impacts our fellowship, our marriage, but it doesn't end the marriage. The marriage remains. Confession is for restoring the health, the, the fellowship within the marriage. That's an illustration that God does not kick us out of the family. It doesn't it does impact, but it doesn't send me to hell. It's a so, good illustration. Yeah, maybe too many words there. I hope that that was clear, though, that in answer to the question, no. But I wanted to explain more. <laughs> Always helpful to have an illustration. I do much better with those. I'm grateful yeah. for parables and illustrations. Yes. Um, if he created each person and knew some would sin and reject God during their life, why is there eternal punishment? Uh, 
first of all, uh, he didn't know some, and I'm not being nitpicky here, mm. but he didn't know that some would sin. He knew all would sin. Okay, so all would sin, and some would reject. Did he know that? Yes, he did know that. I'm not going to deny that that he did not know that. That does not um, – trying to think of the legal term. Forget it. It, it doesn't remove – their guilt be the the question seems to be well if God knew then why would He hold them accountable? Well, why would He hold them accountable if He didn't know? He would hold them accountable knew or didn't know because they are guilty. That was the third point there. Uh, that um, whether it makes sense to you, whether it feels good to you or not, it is the justice of God that because of what Christ has done, it's the justice of God that forgives for those who believe, and it's the justice of God that condemns for those who do not believe. Mm. That's not going to answer the question to the full emotional satisfaction. I know that. I just don't think there's an answer that's going to satisfy that the emotional aspect of that question. Mm. Um, question regarding Book of Life. Why isn't one book, the Book of Life, enough? If believers will not be standing before the white throne, did Jesus say he would separate the sheep and the goats? i read the question again. There's a couple of things there that didn't add up. Sure. So, uh, why isn't one book, the Book of Life, enough? If believers will not be standing before the white throne, I wonder if it should say, didn't Jesus say he would separate the sheep and the goats? Yeah, believers won't be standing before uh, the the white throne. This is the again uh, to just remind. This is the the second resurrection. The first mm-hmm. resurrection was for believers. The second resurrection. Uh, so why not just the, maybe the question is why not just go? You're not in the book, therefore eternal judgment. Why the books? The mm-hmm. books are the revealing, the justice, that it's the declaring of, the proving of, if you will, guilt, Mm. and that guilt deserves death. So the evidence that the books provide is the evidence that there is guilt, and the punishment for that guilt is death. That's why there's the books. Mm. I have a question here regarding Satan. Why does God have to release Satan again? Why not just throw him in the lake of fire the first time? Uh, I wonder the same thing. And I could go on and on, That, but it'd be, I, I don't know. I don't know. Well, well, there's a, but the list is really, really, really long of you going, why'd you, God, why'd you do this? Or why'd you do this? Or why didn't you just do this? Why didn't you do this? Short answer. I don't know. I do know this. All that God does, he does for his glory. So in some manner, in some way, God receives greater glory by locking him up and then releasing him and then conquering him fully and completely as opposed to fully and completely. Maybe he receives greater – this is a maybe. Maybe he receives greater glory by demonstrating – Satan's not – Satan's our adversary. It's not like 
he and God are slugging it out. He is completely under the sovereign rule of our God. So that's shown by you have freedom to deceive. Nope, no more freedom. And he locks him up. Okay, now you have freedom again to do what you do. It's a demonstration to the glory of God that he is under the complete control. Satan is under the complete control of God. He has no liberty not given to him. So uh, why God, that's, that's why that, why God chose to do that, no clue. Not sure. <laughs> we won't know until we get to heaven, but uh, well, maybe not even then. We don't know that'll be revealed. But uh, thank you so much for joining us this morning. If you have other questions or questions about salvation, please reach out to us, text us, email us, call us, any of the above, and we'll be happy to serve you. So I hope you have a great day. Thanks for listening to this episode of the CFC Jacks podcast. Be sure to watch as we release new teachings weekly, along with additional content during the week. If you'd like more information about our church, please visit us at www.cfcjacks.com. Thanks for listening.